Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Get the Flick Out of Here. I think it's 38. I don't know. I should probably check that out. Uh, 38. Um, pushing 40. Um, aren't of, we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> some of us Some of us pushed it a while ago. And, uh, <laughs> and then our leg got caught in some stuff and it pulled us right over the cliff with it. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, I'm Alex Pulaski. With me, as always, is Kate. Kate, um, uh, you're taking the blame for this one. I'm not allowed I mean, to pick anymore. No, okay? no, 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 no. I'm saying you're, t- you're taking the blame for this one. But I believe I was the, was I not the first one who showed you the trailer? It's my fault. You were, but I don't think you would have done it without me being like, we're doing it. No, um, no, I, I wouldn't have, I, probably. This is a classic one of um, a, a couple of things. One, I feel like the trailer outsold the movie by a and lot. One million percent did. Two, for me to not watch something Jennifer Coolidge is in, <laughs> right. it's it's going to have to be even worse than this. Um, yeah. She's unbelievable. She's the one of the very few bright spots in this movie. Um, but as soon as she's just one of those people that like I see she's on it and I'm in kind of kind of thing. So um, that led me a little astray at this yeah. moment. But uh, she she was she was fantastic in it. Um, but the the trailer made it look much more. I I felt like satirical. Like I felt like it was going to feel more almost like Tropic mm. Thundery or yes. more of a parody in that way and it was yep. a movie that um it it wasn't the worst movie. It's 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 no. not Santa with muscles. But no. it um it's it thinks it's a lot more clever than it is at a lot of points and it's just very it's just very very B B minus little ha- movie. It has an audience score. Uh, at least it did when I watched it like a, a week ago. An audience score on IMDb of five point nine out of ten. That feels perfect, actually. You know, like it's just like, yeah, it's a little better than meh. Like that, and and the thing of it is, is a little better than meh is bad for us because like it either needs to be really good or really or terrible. terrible. Yeah, and <laughs> and a little better than meh is death for this show. Um, this movie of- would have been perfect for. I just got back from the Jericho Cruise. I was like, this is exactly the type of movie you watch on a plane to pass time. This movie yeah. is a passing time movie. Yeah. If you are sick, like we've been, perhaps yes. it'll be good. But this yeah. is not like. Um, I didn't have much of an a, a reaction to it at all, which is not right. usually our mo over yeah. here. No. <laughs> um, of course, we were speaking about the the J Lo vehicle. Produced by Jennifer Lopez, starring Jennifer Lopez. Um, Shotgun Wedding. Now, the trailer came out for this months ago. October, maybe? And it was a sensation on Twitter because the the tweet that I saw, the thing is like, you have to watch this trailer. I promise you, you are not prepared for the twist that comes two-thirds of the way through the trailer. And I wasn't. The trailer was really, really well done. Inc- like an, uh, the trailer itself is a short film, because the whole thing—the trailer has uh, the first beginnings of it—have no inkling of what happens really early in the film. 
Like, yes. I don't know how they edited everything around it so that it wouldn't look like it at all. But uh, it's it's a destination wedding, some tropical island. Um, uh, Jen- Jennifer Lopez is the bride, and Josh Duhamel. Yeah, well, yeah, the, I'm saying the trailer doesn't tell you exactly what. Oh it is. yes, the trailer. Is- I'm trying, like, trying, like, figure out, like, why, why did I go? Hey, Kate, you should probably look at this. And when you get, oh, we're watching this. I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds like fun. Like, what about the trailer made me noted curmudgeon go? Hey, that sounds that sounds good. <laughs> Um, and, uh, it, the, but That's so uh, Josh, du- Josh right Dumel there. is, 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 uh, is a very fastidious groom. He's the one who's like up late at night, the night before the wedding, uh, hot gluing Christmas lights onto pineapples for centerpieces. Um, uh, and, uh, like he's that guy who wants everything to be perfect. And, and she just wants to get married. Um, and then there's like, oh, here we meet. Uh, the mother of the of the groom, played by Jennifer Coolidge. Score. Okay. Well, now, now that, that makes the thing more interesting. It's like I wanted to give you, and this is a family heirloom. It's a it's a cake knife that's always brought good luck to our family, except for Uncle Dave who died. But that wasn't the knife's fault. And I was like, this is it. I. I, I, that's, that's a smart, that's a clever line. You immediately know who this woman is. You, you know that she's all about tradition, at least within her family. Uh, you know that she's, she's a Looney Tune. And, uh, and the, 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 the pacing of the joke, very, very solid. Like, um, like, so the whole thing is like, I'm like, well, if the writing for this joke is this good, then the rest of the movie must have similar good writing for the jokes. Um, at one point in this beginning of the thing, we see that Lenny Kravitz is a guest, although I don't think we were, maybe we are told in the beginning that it is. There's a great point where everyone's coming to JLo and talking to her about stuff during rehearsal dinner. And she's obviously very stressed out. And a guy walks by with a, with a tray full of drinks and she grabs one and says, ah, somebody left that in the bathroom. She says, I don't care. And she downs it and like, okay, cool. I, I, I get who JLo is. Cool. What what's great about good trailers is they give you a very quick snippet of who the character is, and you go, okay, I can identify with that. We can move on. You don't have to show me everything, right? But what and, we didn't know was they would have no other traits, really. Right, none. <laughs> um, so, so then uh, the the trailer uh, says that they're going to have the wedding, and all of a sudden, terrorists show up, pirates. Who take everyone hostage, and then it becomes this uh, uh, an action movie for the rest of the trailer. The song changes, uh, the 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 pacing of like the little clips that they show you change. Um, it's J Lo and Josh Duhamel running around with a hail of bullets, throwing grenades at people. And I'm like, this feels like it is. You know, we can never do this movie because you are scaredy cat. Correct, but yeah. um. From Dusk Till Dawn remains one of my favorite films because it is one movie up until a point in the movie, and then the movie it is it, the movie is a different movie. Like it is a crime caper for the, half of the movie, and then this crime caper leads them to a bar in the Mexican desert that is full of vampires, and the rest of the movie is them being attacked by and killing vampires. And I, but, but, and there's, there's no hint in the beginning 
of the movie that there's any going to be any vampires in it. And once the vampire movie starts, you forget all about the crime caper stuff. But it, both things are very solid. It's just that it is a movie that's, that ends and begins with the same cast of characters, just in a different movie. Um, and I think that was, I've always thought that was a really cool storytelling device. And so I got excited thinking that this movie was going to be like that. I think it's it tried. Not. I I mean, not very hard. Not very hard, but I think... So one thing that I did appreciate about it is J-Lo's... The amount of wedding movies of J-Lo's acting career, yeah. like, oh, so geez. many of them have been, like, wedding, when, wedding when I watched I watched this with my wife. And uh, I said, it's the J-Lo wedding movie. And the new one. And she's like, oh, you mean the one where she's a singer and she marries Owen Wilson? Uh, and like, no, that's the one previous to this one that came out like four <laughs> months ago. Uh, so we watched this together and she was like, ah, it's all right. Um, but like she, she was excited because she thought it was a different J-Lo wedding movie that came out um, very recently to this J-Lo wedding movie. That is hilarious. J-Lo loves, loves getting married. She does. Well, and I feel like it's... um. Right, people like say that about her in her personal right. life that she has all these. Very, I I felt like this was a little yeah. bit cheeky of like yeah. I always get movies. I'm gonna produce one that's a wedding movie, but is also bananas. Yeah. Um, so I appreciated the attempt at that. Like I I appreciate that. You got some lighting going on over there. That was so weird. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um. So, so that much I did like. I think it was it was kind of like a little. It was witty to do a wedding movie that went bonkers when she's always cast in wedding movies, and there's so much yeah. talk about her relationship status and her marriages in in pop culture. Like I thought that was a pretty cute idea, um, but I, I just it, it was just very B level, like. There were some things that I felt like were too demonstrative to like, we, we can kind of go through the plot of it, but just like yeah. overall stuff of um, that, like he was the guy who cared about the wedding and she just wanted to elope. Like, I actually really appreciate the fact that they did like a little bit of a gender flip about the like, well, my mom would have been so mad if I, that's cute. But it was almost like a little, it was so spoon fed and the way that it yeah. was of like them arguing and it was so surface level that like, that's a that's a fun idea, but it was just presented like with with um just very surface level, just very what it was. Um, so so things like that I thought were like kind of fun and cute. We got a lot of action movie tropes that you see all over the place as well that were like cute, but I feel like uh, if the, if there was just like a little bit more creativity with them, would have driven this movie a whole lot further. Um, as you pointed out, Jennifer Coolidge is the only one who gets like kind of any really fun lines in this. And then the stuff that should be mundane, she's just so good at, uh, because she's just incredible. Like there's all these moments that require such precise timing of, um, her husband being kind of a focus of the, the attack and her just constantly volunteering him, like the the timing. I'm like oh, no, Robert, no, the, they're calling you. Like <laughs> no, not 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 her husband. The the mother, the father of the bride. The mother Sorry, of the groom yes. is always outing the father of the bride, who is uh, rich, and therefore doesn't want the 
terrorists to know who to know (laughs) and like very innocently but like it's as she's so unbelievable that she's kind of the only person that can out kick their coverage in this no offense to anybody else in it but like on the mundane stuff and then it does seem like i think because she's such a special actor maybe there was an extra writing effort around what her part was going to be because she's by far or maybe they just let her improv and like she's very talented comedian she she knows exactly what to say she's so funny so funny but we can kind of we can go into it scene by scene but the other piece of this is like we've talked about this with a lot of movies is that it feels like nothing really happens for probably the first 35 minutes of this i would say because it yeah. doesn't achieve what you were talking about of being such a rom-com and then like, oh my God, it just turned into an action movie. Mm-hmm. The way it bridges that gap is done by not front-loading the beginning of the movie with anything super mm-hmm. surprising or right fundamental, I guess. Yeah. Destination Wedding in the Philippines. Jennifer Lopez is a lawyer, I want to say. It's never like depicted what specific law she's into but it's money it definitely money. like uh she was able to pay for the wedding herself which was themselves was a big <laughs> yeah reoccurring um, theme here josh dumel darcy is jennifer lopez and josh dumel is i don't know whatever his name is just big dopey white guy i have no idea who it's he's he's josh dumel uh, I'm gonna call him Josh. I don't know what his name is in the movie. Who cares? Um, he is a uh, a now forcibly retired professional baseball player. Like he had a he had a few stints in the big leagues, but never really caught on. Uh, and they have not renewed his contract. And uh, it's like basically like go back to the minors or at forty or retire Dig it up yeah yeah so um so you know like guys who aren't uh stars in in major league baseball don't get paid a crazy amount they're not millionaires but they get paid a decent living so um they do well uh, honestly the mlb is um, like if you make it through the minors you actually get a pretty right. good shape <laughs> yeah. um so uh so he's he's but i mean like he doesn't He's he's not signing an Aaron Judge type deal, you know Correct. what I mean? Right. So, uh, so they didn't they didn't buy the island that they are having the wedding on? Like Correct. they 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 rented a, the, uh, some time at a resort. Anyway, it is never never depicted, not once, not even hinted at. What J Lo's father, played by Cheech Marin, who is also in From Dust Till Dawn, um, uh, uh, what he does, he is he is he has he has offices all over the globe. Um, he is a businessman of He's some here sort. for business. But it uh, was like lifetime levels of vagueness about his business. Yeah, it really was. It was odd. Like, it was like, are you a, a global uh, crime syndicate leader? Like, what? What? Uh, but no, and he's just a, he's just a dude who has businesses. Um, and uh, the which the, I actually yes. thought was going to be left <laughs> after him because it's shady businesses, but it didn't it didn't go there, right? Right, no, it didn't go there. Um, J Lo's mom and her father have been divorced for some time. Uh, J Lo's mom is hates J Lo's father. 
for, for that reason. Also, JLo's father has come with a girlfriend slash yoga instructor, a very uh, crunchy hippie type uh, who is there with him to help him breathe through things. Uh, and then, of course, Carden, I believe, who I know from UCB stuff. She's very, mm-hmm. very, very skilled. She's very good. Um, the the uh, f- mother and father of the groom, of course, in, 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 in as a uh, contrast, uh, they're from Michigan, um, and they're happily married, been together for forty eight years or whatever something kind of thing it is, um, and uh, and the, the the dad always has a, a video camera, not his phone, but an actual video camcorder out. Um, to video everything. Um, so they're very different, but they're 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 so we so want to be best friends with their new in laws. You know what I mean? That kind. Um, and the the wedding recept the wedding uh, rehearsal uh, starts out not great. Um, you know, just bad stuff happening. Uh, everything's working around, and then um. Josh Dumel, uh, oh, he was trying to set up a just married uh, little speedboat so they yes. could hop into it and drive away the next day after the mudding. Uh, while he was putting everything in there, he fell into the ocean. And so he's all wet. And also the note cards for his speech for the rehearsal dinner all got wet. And so he doesn't have his notes for his speech and he gives a terrible speech. Frazier um, high also, jinx levels, like yep, makes yeah. the joke about the divorce that doesn't go well, like not good. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who mm-hmm. cares. Right. <sighs> Lenny Kravitz, which is a funny enough thing to say in it in, in of itself. Lenny, Lenny Kravitz, Kravitz <laughs> shows up in a helicopter, which we find out is a JLo's ex. Like, Almost got engaged. Thing like that's that's how close they were. Um, Did get engaged? He, but called it off, right? Wasn't that the whole? Is that what it was? I think it was. I think they called it okay, off. Whatever. Close to the Could, altar, she bailed. Right. Um, uh, anyway, she yeah, she called it off. He works for J Lo's father. His name is Sean. Uh, but he uh, he he's a high powered businessy type, and he was invited by JLo's father, who is this is the son he always wanted. This is the son because JLo has a JLo has a sister who is there who is uh, a mess. Correct. Um, and uh, JLo's sister sleeps with the best man at some point. Uh, they who look is... nothing alike, by the way. No, JLo, <laughs> JLo, JLo, nope. Not a chance. Um, Just so, a white gal, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or uh, light skinned at least. I don't. I don't, I don't know. But I mean, but yeah, I, I don't know. Doesn't but look like, like J Lo. But no, no, not not even that. It's Just like their their features are not remotely similar, which is yeah possible. But like it just just it was it was odd. Um, and I also like it was one of those things that like J Lo, high powered lawyer, um, uh, father, high powered businessman, uh, younger sister. Uh, influencer? I have no idea what the hell she was. Uh, but but anyway. Um, so anyway, Sean, Lenny Kravitz, son, Cheech Marin always wanted. 
So he was always, he was inviting him here, I think, with the intention that he would break up the wedding. I think that Basically. was like the, yeah. Um, and overall, Lenny Kravitz is like the guy that walks into a room who everybody likes, like handles yeah. every situation super yeah, he's, well. He's he's perfect. Um, And then he gives a, a, an amazing speech at the rehearsal dinner after Josh Duhamel bombs his. Um, and he ends it with some... Because he met, this is this is where this is where the thing was like. Okay, so I want you, movie, to do a census of the entire world and find two people where this actually happened, because I don't believe it. We started out in the Peace Corps, and that's where we met in Bali, working in the Peace Corps in Bali, and then um, uh, after working in the Peace Corps, uh, I went on to be a high-powered millionaire lawyer. And he went on to work for my father, and now he doesn't give a shit about anything but himself. I feel like the Peace Corps does, usually doesn't lead to those kinds of people. But No, you're not usually in odd. it for the money in the Peace Corps, mm-hmm. from my understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's essentially yeah. volunteer. Um, mm. But, yeah, so the, the speech ends on that inside joke of, like... Right. Go after your grandfather, but said um, in, in a, Balinese. In, in Balinese, um, but he says like they do a good job of establishing. This is when we find out that that's her ex fiance or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, right? Because he says like, as you know, we were formally engaged or whatever. But he was right. like, I have you know no will, ill will. It must have taken someone pretty incredible to actually get her to that point. Whatever. So right. like right. that was a good establishment of mm-hmm. their pre existing context. Right. I can't hear you. Okay, there's the wedding night. Um the wedding the wedding the pre-wedding night. Uh where the um mother of the bride, mother mother of the groom comes to the to their hotel room and says, "Well, wait a minute. You guys can't stay the night. It's bad luck. You got to stay separate." Um the next uh the next morning and also JLo's uh, like without her pants on. Right. It oh, yeah. This, this is sed- this whole thing. She's so, seducing, um, yeah. Her fiance, yes, and then yeah. he, again, being like what would be the stereotypical girl before the wedding night, is yeah, like, why is right. your ex-fiance here? Which is a fair question, honestly. <coughs> and yeah. she's like, my dad invited him, not me. Um, right. But if it wasn't her behind this, I would be like, well, of course you want to see J-Lo with no pants on. Who doesn't? I would have thought this was like a oh all right. right some guy was like let's make sure Jayla's pantsless but she was like no I am I'm fifty good something for years my old age. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna show and you, you can you can bounce good. a corner off of this thing <laughs> um, and she she also she also says uh, she she says this is what she says I think some point in the movie she says she says don't be fooled by the rocks that I got yeah I'm still I'm still Darcy from the block. She says it right in the middle of the, of, it was so odd. They squeezed that in there. Um, she also says to Josh Duhamel, my love don't cost a thing. And uh, that is the extent of my knowledge of JLo songs. So that is fair. what we were asking for in the Lindsay Lohan movie was some mean nope. girls reference. Yep. We didn't get it there, but here nope. we go. <laughs> nope. Uh, not at all. Um, the JLo catalog. 
so um, in the next morning, she's wearing the mother of the groom's old wedding dress, which I'm sure had to be taken in quite a lot. Um, and uh, and she hates it. Um, and she has a, a breakdown something. I don't know. Uh, it, the, the, nothing seems to be going right. She hates everything. Um, she... They're all ready to have their wedding on the beach. They're all going to have their big wedding on the beach. They did do um, a clever little thing where when her dress was being put on, she was like, something doesn't feel right. right. And they were like, oh, is it whatever? And later she says she can't breathe in the dress. But like right before the, spoiler alert, the attack happens, they she like has this emotional, like it felt like, um, I know something is off. Is it the wedding? Is it the dress? Like, because they right. were kind of leaning into that idea too. But I liked that they went from that basically to this attack. So it was, it was a clever, yeah. it was a clever moment. Trying yeah, to was, credit where I can. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, they, <laughs> they, again, this is a island resort in the in a very small island in the Philippines that they have, um, <clears throat> that they have. Uh, commandeered uh, for 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 the day and so there's a uh, little like uh, stairway down a cliff face to have like a big gazebo thing and um, she goes there and Josh Dumel finds her and they have a big argument about the wedding and she's like I wanted to elope uh, but I wanted everything to be perfect but perfect for you not perfect for me and then they start uh, sabotaging the wedding by by hitting each pushing chair's buttons until she takes the ring off and throws it. And because he is a baseball player, he reaches up and catches it. Snatches it. Snatches it out of the air. So, and in the uh, argument too, the thing that kind of kickstarts it is um, she like had called him there, I guess. And he yeah. was like, Oh, I thought you were going to call off the wedding. And she was like, uh-huh. what? I wasn't going to call it off. I just, we were on a weird note last night. Um, and then you really get into what I was saying before the spoon fed of like, he always want he's doing all the work and she doesn't even care. Like it was a, it's a nice idea, but it, it just was a little too like, because right. I think it was in the sea of a bunch of other pretty cliche things up to this point. Um, that, yeah. yeah, it just felt like good idea, not perfect execution, <clears throat> which was a lot of, so <laughs> while they are, um, having this argument away from the beach. Everyone's like, oh, this doesn't seem good. I spent a lot of money to fly to a private island in the Philippines. Please tell me I didn't do that for nothing. Um, I don't, I think they could have done a better job of letting you know. It's not like there's 100 people there. 20? Right. Maybe 20 guests? I think they could have done a better job of like identifying each of these people in, in their relationships and character traits in some way so that like I, I would I'd be able to look at each of these people and be like, okay, that's Chrissy, that's Scott, and I know that they used to date whatever but whatever, like something. But like they're just a bunch of faceless guests. Uh so I don't really give a shit about any of them. Um one of them is shot. Because though this was very odd, but like the, the the pirates show up on the beach, and uh, they start shooting. One guy runs away and gets shot in like the back of the arm as he's running away. 
I have no idea who it is. None. It could be like Uncle Dan, but they never tell you who this person is, so I don't give a shit that he got shot. No, like, and make it doesn't it, make really it... matter that he got shot because he just gets shot in the arm. He basically gets shot so they can do this very mediocre joke of being like, nobody's going to get hurt. And he goes, well. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, we only know that the best man and J-Lo's sister, who looks nothing like her, have slept together. I also kept yeah. forgetting they were sisters because I was I just, yeah. I was like, oh, that's her best friend because they don't look anything alike. Yeah. yeah. But later he's like... Uh, the best man is again the gender role reversal. Like the best man is the one who's like getting Very emotionally clingy. attached to the bridesmaid. Yeah. Like those were kind of the only things that we saw about these guests outside of right. Jennifer Coolidge, who's unbelievable. <laughs> um. Oh, and I don't know who it is, but one female guest at the party like really wants to sleep with Lenny Kravitz. I don't know. She was like always like She's insinuating a- herself. Was she like the cousin of the groom? Did they say she was the photographer at one point? Maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. See, we don't know that's bad. Because I watched this two days ago. But he like, because he's like Mr. Cool Guy, um, there's like women kind of like, I wouldn't say throwing himself, but he's like, he's also like, I'm not going to let anybody get hurt or whatever. And that girl is constantly like, I am so scared. (laughs) Right. Right. I'll protect you. Could you protect me? Um, I am super scared right now. So they take them to someplace and they all force them to all like stand in the pool in their clothes. Yes. Which is how they corral all these guests. There's like five terrorists, five pirates, whatever. Yeah, like I would say five to, five to seven total. Yeah. There's the guy who stands as standing guard at the dock. Who we never actually really get to see until the very end. No. Um, and then there's just a few who else around here. And then they, they, the, what they're really looking for is they like, okay. I thought it was also very good pirate work. Very, very clever. Um, they take the seating chart. Everyone has a little seating thing where they're supposed to sit and they take it and they're like, okay, who here is Robert? <laughs> who here is Amy? Who here is like, and so they make them come up and then they staple it to them. So they know. They have everybody who is a guest at the party is there. Oh, when 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 the bride and groom no showed their own wedding, the a husband and, and wife who run the resort went to go look for them. That's important yep. for later. That is important for later. Um, Jennifer so, Coolidge, like the her naivety to how dangerous it was was like right. so much fun. She yeah. they were stapling the name cards to everybody, and she was like, "Put yeah. mine in the middle, please." On her like on the. Yes. On the lapel of her dress, she was like, I yeah. freaking stapled over there. And the pirate is kind of like, <sighs> and does yeah. it like she just outkicks the coverage of this whole thing. <laughs> um, there's a point, I think it's a little bit later in the thing, but I'll talk about it now, where we have established who the leader of the pirates is. He's very no nonsense, he's the guy who's the talking the whole time. Uh, and at one point, she just stands up and she says, Hello, my what was her name? I forget what her name was. Uh, my name is Kathy. I'm a wife and a mother. And like, what are you doing? You have to humanize yourself. If you humanize yourself, they won't kill you. And then and it cuts over to the leader of the pirates who's like, it's not going to work. Like, yeah, it's so like, good. Like, they, they all try this. It's never going to work. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, this is where this is the only time we actually get a chance to know who anybody is because a few of them actually stand up and say who they are. 
uh, and and why they deserve to die. But after like four of them, the hippo was like, "Shut up! Stop it! Nobody's nobody's humanized. Sit down." Um, there is like so a anyway. fun again, like a fun idea, not perfectly executed, but like through most of this movie. The wedding guests are insufferable wedding guests to the point where it's annoying the pirate. We see Josh Duhamel and J-Lo, they're annoying the pirates too because they have their like couple bickering. So it is kind of fun of like everything that's annoying about a wedding is annoying people that are literally out to steal their money and kill them. Like they are just so bothered by the behavior of these people, which is a cute idea. But again, right. a, a B-level movie idea. Right, right. <laughs> um, so... The whole reason they're there is they want $45 million of Robert's money, Sheech Marin's money. $45 million wired to a secure account. And of course, it requires his signature or whatever to get that done. So that's, you do that and we leave. He says, um, uh, but they can't find the groom and the bride. And so he's like, you, you have, I, don't, I don't believe you haven't killed my daughter. I need my daughter here. I won't agree to anything. Okay, and then go find her. Uh, by this point, the fight that she had with Josh Duhamel has gone crazy. So she's drinking alone in uh, the hotel room with uh, 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 still wearing the wedding dress because she can't get it out of it herself because she's laced into it from behind. <clears throat> and um, Josh Duhamel is walking back from the thing, sees that there are pirates everywhere, and immediately goes to try and help J-Lo. And um, she doesn't want to see He's on the him. other side of the door initially. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, there's like um, this conversation that she doesn't realize what he's saying is because there's pirates outside. And she right, thinks it's right. Very Frasier again. That, right. Well, again, <laughs> there are, I don't know, how many things you could say through the door that would leave no confusion about there being pirates. I don't know. Hey, Darcy, there are pirates out here. Please let me in. And he goes... Darcy, Darcy, I need to, I need to see you. No, I don't want to see you. Yeah. And it, Tell it, her about the pirates, Josh. Tell her about the pirates. There's way too much of that. To, there's just this whole idea there was too much time for. Like, so you couldn't even buy in the stress that he wasn't saying it because he's like, oh my God, my life's in danger. It went on for a real long time. <laughs> so um, they argue about what the plan is. He's going to throw like a shower curtain or something or the veil over the guy like a net. Uh, and she's like, no, I'm going to spray him with hairspray, and, but but I'm going to use this lighter as like make it a blowtorch and I'm going to blowtorch him. And they argue about who has the better plan. This is a theme that runs through the entire movie. Eventually, they do both. Like he tries to do the net and she sprays the the bad guy, but also Josh Dumel in the eyes, and, she, and he was like, later after he's captured because the plan, both plans, fail miserably. Of course, he says, "You were right about the hairspray; it really does hurt." <laughs> and I thought that was all right. Um, they have also been, they, like I know it's supposed to be somewhat slapsticky, but she just sprays it like he is not near the eyes of the pirate, so she just no, she sprays it way too high. She's and then so she's bad. like. Oh, JK. It was, yeah, it was not good. I, this is where I'm going to say this. Um, one of my, I still believe the coolest movie I've ever seen 
came out now, I can't believe I'm saying this, 25 years ago. The summer of 1998, I was dating a girl. We went, we went to movies all that summer. Um, this is the, our favorite that we went to, called Out of Sight, starring Jen, George, Clooney, George Clooney and, J, and Jennifer Lopez as a bank robber and the FBI agent who's, who's out to, 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 to bring him in. Impossibly cool movie. So awesome. And so, and in that movie, J-Lo is really good. Like, she's really, really good. And it is utterly un- impossible for me to believe that, like, 25 years later, and I don't know how many dozens of movies later, she's, like, bad. <laughs> I think <clears throat> this actually made me appreciate I think parody is really difficult for some people. Right, it is. And in general, it is. Because there's parts like, in this movie, like, maybe the fight scene should be almost a parody. And, like, it is hijinks. So maybe it's just way harder to pull that off than something that's a little more reality. Like, it made me appreciate that. Because, like, parody is, is tricky. Because you have to be so authentic in your commitment to it, but everything around it is ridiculous or whatever. Like, so I I think it's just a a tough challenge that this missed on a couple times. And this was definitely one of those scenes like this. It it was somewhere between like three stooges bad and a real trying to save our life. Right. And when you're in the middle of that, neither of that, like you've got to go one way or the other. No, That doesn't work. There was, um, anyway, so, the the pirate captures them. They do a good job of like every pirate has a has a headpiece that it immediately dis- distinguishes them from the other pirates. Yes, like this one has like a head like a, he's wearing like a chainmail like ninja mask thing. Like okay, so that's this guy. This guy's baseball cap. Um, that guy is like he's wearing I don't know like a weird lacrosse helmet that's got. <laughs> Hellraiser pinhead things coming out of it, like oh, you know, like okay, cool. So this, um, so this guy uh, radios it in, and some guy comes and picks him up with a golf cart, and they zip tie J Lo and uh, and Josh Duhamel together, and then to the back little crossbar of this golf cart, and they're riding in the back, and they bicker and bicker and bicker, and she won't stop, sh- shut up. And eventually she asks the terrorists for a uh, a cigarette. And Josh Demo's like, you don't smoke cigarettes. She's like, shh. And immediately if I'm the, the, the terrorist, I'm like, yeah, this is a plot. I'm not giving you a cigarette. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just dumb. Uh, all you have to do is say, oh, so clever, but then all they- you would have had, all you would have had to do is have him say instead, I thought you quit. And, and because that, that gives us the knowledge that there's something up but it doesn't give the it would alarm them, the yeah. knowledge that something's up and that's and all that's she just, would have to do is a look of like all you would say yeah. is like it also is like it's like today i feel like starting again and that would like emit like which totally makes sense because she's obviously you know uh high strung and needs something to calm her nerves so we wouldn't think anything of it and neither would the terrorists, which is why they would give it to her. So they, they give it to her and light it for her. And then she sets 
the the guy's uh, headpiece on fire because it's covered in hairspray. So his entire head is ablaze. And the other guy sitting next to him tries to put it out with his with his hands, and his gloves catch on fire, and they both jump out and run away as the golf cart speeds this way. And I was like, okay, one guy's head is on fire. That is a that is an emergency. Correct. The other dude, take off your gloves, take out your rifle, and shoot them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think we ever see that dude with the gloves again. At least if we do, he's not wearing the signature baseball cap, so I don't know who he is. Maybe he got blown up by a grenade. I'm not really sure. Uh, there was a lot a, of time to adjust. They're very bad at pirating. Maybe they're amateurs, no. but like yeah. that guy... Um, Maybe you don't want to shoot him because you're trying to bring her back live to get the money or whatever. But like know. you could have, they're zip tied to the cart. Like figure right. it out. <laughs> so they somehow get out of the thing. They, they break the unzip- bar somehow. Yeah, they I'm break bad. the bar, get out of the thing. They're still zip tied to each other by the wrists, but they're not. As the golf the- cart is careening toward the edge of the cliff. Yes, and they get out, but. Her her dress gets caught in the wheel well, and so they're finally able to rip her free just as the golf cart goes over the side of the cliff. Then another dude shows up. I think maybe it may think might this might be maybe I'm just misremembering it. This might be uh, uh, hands on fire guy who's now got his hands not on fire, and they end up um, killing him by uh, knocking him down, and he uh, his head hits a rock. That that's the thing. It happens. In, it happens in movies whenever they decide to do this. Um, we're like, oh, his head hit a rock, dead. But nobody, nobody ever recognizes that. Like, if you are knocked unconscious by any means, you are fucked up for like a day and a half. Like, yes. like there's there's some like what if that is, the concussion is bad enough that you are asleep? Well, then you you can't function for a bit. That's the problem. And so everyone gets knocked unconscious in this over and over again. But they're fine. But if a dude hit his head on the rock, instantly dead. Dead. 100%. Dead. Um, yep. You know, so there's, there's, we, there's, there's, we the do first a lot of movies where people fall was, down. Yes. It's a lot of falling down movies. It's a lot of falling down, these movies. Uh, this is where it begins. Um, there's a... There's a <coughs> movie I'm trying to remember. Uh, Fled... I don't know why this came back to me right now. Stephen Baldwin and Lawrence Fishburne, who are on the run from a prison detail, and they're tied together at the ankle or something. Um, it's one of those type things where <clears throat> we're tied together and we can't get apart, and we don't like each other, but we have to work together, otherwise we're dead. And so J Lo and Josh Duhamel don't like each other, and they're tied together at the wrist. <coughs> So they wind up back at the big facility. They they go all these different places all over the place. But the main thing is this. They go into a kitchen. They find the cake knife. Like the good luck cake knife. The good luck cake knife. The one that didn't that wasn't actually responsible for the death of Uncle Dave. Of course. Um, and they can't cut the zip ties with it because it's not like a, a real knife. It's a ceremonial cake knife. It, newsflash, it doesn't take much to cut through cake. It takes a lot less. There's a lot more, 
to cut through a plastic zip tie. They are in the kitchen of this resort in the <laughs> Philippines, where everything is pineapples and, and melons, and there are no knives in the kitchen. No. Nor a cleaver, <clears throat> now, like if they ever ate any cleaver, meat or whatever. Yeah. Nothing. This is like the most preposterous thing in the entire movie. Um, there are no knives in the kitchen. And I will say this to the set dresser's credit. There are no knives in that kitchen. I don't know why there are no knives, but it'd be really stupid if they were like looking for a knife, but we could see knives like up on a magnetic board on the wall. Like just grab one of those. Uh, there are no knives in the kitchen. I don't know why there are no knives in the kitchen. Um, so they uh, again, like if it's parody, you should be acknowledging that. And some, like if it's parody, there should be a ton of knives, but they can't even think of it. Or, or like do a thing like, what kind of kitchen has no Does knives? Have knives, yeah. <laughs> Just have them acknowledge the ridiculousness of it. Yes, but they don't. But instead, what they do, what they do do, is there's a like industrial meat slicer. Like you'd find at a deli, and 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 Josh Jamel decides he's going to slice the through the um, through the zip ties in that direction. He's going to do that, uh, which is don't do that. If you're trying this at home, kids, don't don't do it. Um, and while slicing through the zip tie, he also cuts a gigantic, horrible gash into the palm of his hand. Of course. Also necessary for all of this. J-Lo has a phobia of blood, and if she sees too much blood, she passes out. So, um, she passes out from seeing the blood. But they are now separate. The one female pirate, who is a part of this detail, uh, comes into the, to the kitchen, and Josh Dumel hides, but she wakes up, J-Lo does, and thinks he has left. But no, he just hid. And Josh Dumel is on the other side of this very big kitchen island. And the pirate doesn't see him on the other side. He could very easily sneak around and then take, try and uh, grab the, the pirate from behind. He does not do this. Because, let's be honest, he's not professional at doing these kind of things. Maybe he's never played a video game. You sneak around the thing. He, like, throws his belly across this very long, big island and grabs at the pirate. That's not how you do this. So he has a fight with the pirate. The pirate wins, except for the fact the pirate is much smaller than he is. And so he's able to actually just throw, because he's in a chokehold. He's got got him in the coquina clutch. The the girl's got him in the coquina clutch. And he just throws his body back, and she flies through a window and is apparently killed. Because if you fly through a window, you die. Yes. From uh, and the that window, window went from to one from another part of the kitchen. I don't know why there's a window there, but there is, and and so that's death of that that's particular. Dead. Yeah. Um, Marty Janetti way... dead in this. Dead, dead, <laughs> dead. Um, <laughs> and uh, this is where J Lo cuts off part of the dress and then gets uh, sexy. Of course. Because why uh, wouldn't you when you're J Lo? They at one <laughs> point they they uh, they climb something because they want to be able to get oh they want to get this is before this I'm I'm doing it out of order what does it matter 
Um, they climb to the That's top of this tower because they're trying to get cell service. They don't have any bars in there, so they want to call for help. So they climb to the top of this tower, right? And uh, they do earlier justify that the phones and the Wi-Fi are dead, though. I do want to right. say that. They, no, they, know, they yeah, made no, an they attempt did, earlier, they, so this this they makes did a sense. Great, here, they did yeah. a great job of saying of having the pirates cut the wire for the, for the for the internet coming into the island. Obvious. That's great, and it's something you would do if you were a pirate. So uh, they climb to the top of this tower, and there are uh, bad guys below them shooting at them. So uh, rather than like, we gotta get out of this tower. How do we do that? I don't know. Let's jump the two of us onto one harness on this zip line that is that lasts twelve miles, because it's the longest zip line ever. And it goes uh, down, and they, and, oh, I forgot. At some point, she pulled a grenade out of the belt of somebody, but there's no pin in it. So she's got to keep holding on to the grenade. Um, she did call right. him sir several times while she was taking it, which also made me laugh. She was like, sir, please right. let go of the grenade. Yes. <laughs> which I liked. Uh, and also, by the way, I thought about the obvious things in the kitchen. Like, a knife or a meat slicer I'm not an escape artist. I don't know how to like get right. out of zip ties, right. but I would feel like even like attempt with a fork or something before. I would think there are other things in the kitchen less intense than the meat slicer. That those, well, no, there's definitely less intense, but they definitely would not have worked. Like those, those the really thick zip ties are some serious plastic. Okay. Um, but They're going down the zip tie, and as they're flying over the guys who were shooting at them, she drops a grenade, which lands directly between them and blows them both to smithereenies. And then the lucky for them, the 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 zip tie just the zip line, zip tie, zip line, zip ties and zip lines. <laughs> the zip line lands directly on the beach. And so they land there and they're fine. But now we gotta go save everybody or something. I don't know. <coughs> Um, they go, they're trying to like, see if, oh, maybe, maybe Margie, the woman who's in charge of the resort at her office, she's got a hardwired, um, internet thing. And they go in there and Margie and her husband are in a bunker underneath the office. And so they go down there and they're, they have a little a more of an argument. They argue again, like they finally made up and they're okay, but then they argue again. Right, a lot of bickering. Yeah, uh, and Josh Duhamel realizes this is all his fault. Oh, here's what it is: um, that pirates came to the island last year, but the whole, but all they did last time was they just ransacked the uh, guests' rooms and left. They were in and out in twenty minutes. They got some wallets, and watches, and they were gone. And JLo's very upset. Like, why didn't you tell me that we were coming to an, audi- an island that had pirates in it? Well, me and Margie ta- Margie talked about it. We figured they weren't going to hit the island twice within a year. So, is this good idea, Zenny? This is this is the one island they're not going to hit again. Of course, so perfect. And uh, but yeah, um, and this is where they start tra- starting to like, hey, something's not adding up. And I was like. What ridiculous twist are you planning here? Uh-huh. Uh, 
I won't go into that just yet because we got to have Josh Dumel who decides he's going to like be a hero. Um, and he. In that vein, earlier in this movie, we do get when they're first introducing everyone, Lenny Kravitz says, I'm not going to let anything happen to these people. Oh, right. And the pirates go, oh, you're the hero of this? Yeah, There's right. always one. It points a gun at him and he kind of backs down. Right. But like yeah. nicely juxtaposed against this of like Josh Jumel feels like he has something to prove against Lenny Kravitz right. the whole time, I feel right. like, in, the, in this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he leaves the bunker through the little uh, trap door and then puts the desk over the top of it and gets caught on purpose by them so they can take him, you know, like... Hey, oh, also, it's also established very, very early in the movie. Josh Duhamel is a terrible liar. Yes. Like an abnormally terrible liar. Like cartoonishly bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like uh, Josh Duhamel is two plus two, five. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I see the reason why it wouldn't be. I, 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 yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, anyway, so, um, okay. Here's spoiler territory. Spoiler territory, you've been warned. If you feel like you need to see this movie, and believe me, you don't, leave and come back after you've watched it, and we'll talk more about it. Okay, I'm going to give you to the count of five to leave. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, are they gone? It's Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz is the bad guy. And there's been no hint of it at all. Uh, it doesn't make sense. There, needs to, there isn't even need to be a bad guy. I mean, like, I don't understand why it's got to be like the, like the twist seems unnecessary. Um, no, I think it was, he turned heel right here. We got him like, he's scorned by J-Lo breaking it off. And he works right. for the dad, so he knows he's an easy mark. So he's going to go steal all of his money out of spite for the broken engagement with J-Lo. Right. You can justify it after the fact. But, like, there's been no, there's been nothing, that, like, there are no breadcrumbs. Like, the, the, yes. the thing of it is, is that the breadcrumbs can't be so easy to follow that you pick it out ahead of time. The breadcrumbs have to be there upon retrospect. There, there's, there's none. It's like you're like you can justify it using your fancy logic later, but now no. Um, so uh, um, the uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I, here's the thing. I don't know how Josh Dumel puts it together. There's a flyer that he finds in the pocket of one of the dead terrorists that has like the guest list. Like, why would they have the guest list? Well, because they're he wouldn't know this. He hasn't been in the pool. But they know that Robert is here and he's worth a bunch of money. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a very odd thing. Uh, the Anyway, Leonard Kravitz has hired all the pirates to take over the island to get this money from Robert because Robert wouldn't... I really think this movie came out just a tad too early. But I really wish that it would have been that Robert didn't put any money into his weird crypto scam. Like, you know what I mean? Like, now we know crypto is all entirely bullshit. When the movie was being made, they didn't know that yet. So that I think that would have been kind of fun. 
Um, or they just didn't, they never defined the business. They never defined so what it was. There's like, no. What, what was the investment? There's like, no, yeah. Robert, yeah, Robert, like, uh, you came to me for an investment into a, into this in this thing. And I said, is this because I said no to that investment you wanted? That investment you wanted feels like the writers couldn't come up with anything specific. Remember when we were in the conference room? Yes. And on that Zoom call, like, yes. <laughs> like these generic businessy things. It's like so I said, it weird. feels like in Hallmark movies where they're like, yes, into the, into the, the yeah. conference room over there with my briefcase. And then, uh, <sighs> Josh Dumel's dad, who had the camcorder, apparently caught on video Cheech Marin, Robert's girlfriend, yoga instructor, making out with Sean. So they were in cahoots the whole time, which makes like 100% less sense. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but she's the real hard ass of the of the whole thing. Like she straight up like murders a guy. Like <laughs> they're in a helicopter. She and Lenny Kravitz and the leader of the pirates flying around the island trying to find J Lo because uh, she's still still in hiding after J- Josh Dumel comes back, and uh, and the pirates like no. All this, this is ridiculous thing. We're out. All this, all that we've done here is succeeded in the death of four of my men. God, We're yeah. not doing any more of this. And she like gives him the Vulcan neck pinch and kicks him <laughs> out of the helicopter. And I'm like, what? Who is who is crazy yoga chick? Like, why is how is this like again? If the movie was a parody, all of this would be just. What did we talk about last week? If your movie is a parody, all of these little gaps in logic don't matter, matter because yeah. it is a parody. This is definitely not a parody. It takes itself far too seriously at times. So, and like it's it's not a parody, but it is self-referential, which is tough. And like the characters aren't fleshed out enough, so it could be really fun to have like a hippie granola yoga chick actually turned out to be a lethal killer, but it's just not, we don't have enough layers of who any of these people are to like, it, it doesn't feel like a, a big reveal or B something we knew all along that we bought into it anyway. Like it, yeah. the, it, this movie doesn't commit in any one direction the whole time. No, it doesn't. Um, so, uh, there's, um, the pirate that is I don't know how to even do this. Um, Lenny Kravitz gets out of the for some reason he's not in the helicopter anymore, but the the girl is and she's apparently, I don't know, an assassin because she's wielding like an SMG like super machine gun thing out of the side of the helicopter. They try and escape to another island, Josh Dumel and J Lo do, in their little speedboat. But uh, Lenny Kravitz shoots at it and it causes a fuel line rupture. Uh, and then, so they take a different boat, and yoga instructor outside out out of the side of the thing is shooting at it. It is a parasailing boat, so Josh Dumel 
is and and Lenny Kravitz are fighting while parasailing as JLo is dodging gunfire in a in a boat and uh the helicopter is falling behind it and uh Josh Dumel does something uh and drops out of the parasailing rig or whatever and uh Lenny Kravitz and the parasite the bear the shoot fly backwards into the rotor blades of the helicopter and he's liquefied instantly and the helicopter explodes and falls into the ocean. Happy ending. Hey. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention uh the weird little um oh the 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 women my, the husband and wife who run the resort overhear the, the pirates talking to each other. But it's not Filipino. It's not Tagalog. It's not like the language spoken in the Philippines. It's like, what is that? Uh, and so Josh Jamel on a hunch tells one of the pirates that weird phrase that Lenny Kravitz used from the beginning of the movie. <coughs> yeah, he like, so I guess in the big twist scene, he like pulls Lenny Kravitz into a headlock with the grenade pin, I think, like near his eye. Uh, <coughs> And I kind of took this, as you said, how did Josh Jamil figure this out? I, I don't know what they were going for. I kind of took it as maybe it was a lucky guess. And he just hated Lenny Kravitz anyway so much. He was like, I don't care if this guy lives or Perhaps. dies. So so why not? Like, that's that's kind of how I interpret it. But there's no clarity around um, if it had boiled to that point for Josh Jamil or if he was clever enough to have figured it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was kind of like the big reveal didn't didn't feel like it fit in anywhere. And like you said, the big reveal could have just been that it was his wife who turned out to be a crunchy granola uh, hippie. That's also an assassin. Like that could have been super fun too. Um, Just muddy, just a a muddy little, really muddy thing. (laughs) There's the, Oh, also there's the JLo comes out of the little tunnel thing to like surprise the terrorists she's got a machine gun but doesn't know how to use it so she's pointing it wildly at people jennifer coolish with the machine gun is everything like that's the right i forgot about that later she she picks it up and she shoots it at at, and kills one of the pirates and she's Um, just like she's the only one that leaned into the silliness like she is just with this machine gun, stray yeah. bullets. She's ra- she's ramboing everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's oh, great. it's so great. It's but, so fun. Yeah, uh, it's, it's just yeah. Um, and Josh Demel, of course, comes to the conclusion that all the women come to at the end of their marriage, their bride wars movies of right. I don't care if we ever get married, I just want to be with you, which also doesn't right. feel like a logical conclusion either because they were bickering the whole movie and I, I understand they survived something together but it was like they never really like got on the same page or like worked together to fall back in love or anything I was like mm-hmm. I don't know maybe don't jump back to the altar maybe process your trauma first and see if it's a good fit eh. <laughs> it's for it's for wusses processing trauma <laughs> um so Uh, J-Lo wanted to take a vacation and get paid for it in the Philippines and somebody wrote a movie and this is the thing that came out of it. 
It reminds me of like that string of Adam Sandler movies he did where he was oh, yeah. like, I'm going to go to Africa. We're going to do uh-huh. a movie in Africa. I'm going to go to Hawaii. We're going to do a movie uh-huh. in Hawaii. And the, then funny, the funny thing. So like yeah. his, his spread, I was like, those were definitely the vacation movies because we know what you're capable of. <laughs> the funny thing is, is this is the, uh, this, uh, there is another movie that came out recently that features um, a, uh, a veteran of the movie Out of Sight taking a vacation in the South Pacific to do a movie. Um, that one was George Clooney uh, in Ticket to Paradise with Julia Roberts, which is uh, a much better film than this because Julia Roberts and George Clooney are magic together. The rest of the movie is bleh. Anytime they are on screen together, it's firecrackers. Um, uh, but it's much better than this. Uh, but it was, again, I watched that movie a few months ago with my wife on a date night, and we're watching it and going like, this is just George Clooney deciding he wanted to take an all-expenses-paid vacation to Bali for two months. That's it. That's all it is. And he's like, Julia, would you like to come to Bali for two months? And she's like, sure. And that's it. That's all the whole... There's nothing else about that movie makes any sense. It's just just that. But they're so much fun together that it's... Did you ever watch um, Schitt's Creek? Uh, only like an episode or two here or there when it was on TV. I haven't actually like sat down and said, I'm going to watch this creep. So. Okay. There's an arc in it where God bless Catherine O'Hara. My God. She's amazing. Absolute gem. She, um, it's, it's the opposite of what we were just talking about because she's like, um, a former soap star, whatever they liked the, um, a movie calls for her to come to, I think it was South Africa. Um, and she like thinks it's going to be this amazing experience and she keeps trying to sell it like it is where she's like, yes, to my luxury double wide trailer or whatever. Like it's, it's a horrific experience, but she keeps talking about it. Like it's a situation ah. like this. And I think it's just, it's a knockoff of bird. I think they call it, it's the crows have eyes or the birds have eyes or whatever. Like it's a, it's so, so silly. But I kept thinking of that while I was watching this movie of when she like, pretended it was so wonderful because she can't accept where she is <laughs> but this definitely uh this is a vacation movie and i'm saying legit there's no shame in it i appreciate <sighs> the attempt at poking fun that j-lo always does wedding movies um but it just doesn't go hard enough in any one direction where it feels like it succeeded like it either yeah. needs to be it a is, parody it or it needs to be a sincere effort and it just felt like it was in the middle the whole time right like there's like wedding movies where the wedding goes wrong is a, its own subgenre, right right but but then you're like oh here's why the wedding goes wrong in this one terrorists attack the wedding and i'm like okay well this obviously is a parody of those oh it's not it's just one of those things but like and the action stuff isn't done really well or so it just feels like it it tries to be uh both things and ends up being nothing neither yeah it is just it's very it's very safe it's like, super it benign like it, 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 super yeah benign. <laughs> like let's let's like yeah we're not taking any risks it just this is meh it's a this- five it's it's a it's a charitably it's a five point nine out of ten. Yeah. Like if you if you told me you had it at a four point eight out of ten, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. You're like, it's a one out of ten. I'm like, it's not a one out of ten. No. But if it's anything higher than like a six, you're 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 grading on a curve. 
but like you know, like it's it's a five point out of ten at best. It's a four point five out of ten at worst. At worst, yeah, exactly. It's just that it's like it's yeah. I'm like to me, it's like I don't understand why we even make movies. Like if you're gonna swing and miss hard, fine. If you're trying to make a really great movie where you know, like, here's some things I'm trying to do. Either the writing for the comedy is really good. You got some good, you got some really good people, like, or you're trying to say something with it. That's great. Uh, but, like, I'm like, here, Take here is our middling, <laughs> like, just middle of the road crap. Like, I'm like, I, I, I don't understand why those things, like, are out there. Like to well, me because anymore. Jayla wants to take a vacation, but um, that's that's the reason why this one. That, that sure. is, yeah. I think uh, I agree. I would prefer someone take a risk and miss because there was an effort there. And I also think I was like, I don't know what it is, but like the editing, not that it was off from the the pacing was fine. Other once you get past that initial whatever, once the action kicks in, the pacing's fine logically it flows well but i was like i wonder if there was so much stuff on the editing floor that you don't know what to delineate like when everything is so in the middle like maybe there were things that fleshed out the characters that just got edited out because everything is just kind of in this like super gray area that there might have been like better things that we didn't get to see like pieces of because everything is so kind of flat in this but um yeah if you need to kill time, yeah, and you like Jennifer Coolidge, mm-hmm. that's the only circumstances that I would I would say you like you should go watch this movie. I right. think you could very easily get the flick out of here, not because it's so horrific, but because it's so there. Right. It is as you said. It's a movie on a plane. It, it's a it's a perfect movie on a plane movie. I didn't watch it on the plane, but when I watched this, I was like, I should have just watched this on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Bring on It On on the plane, which was more exciting than this. <laughs> it's a movie on a plane. Uh, so yeah, so I get the flick out. I mean, I, was, eh. yeah. I mean, I'm not like not with like extreme prejudice. Like, get the flick out of here. Like, just, no, not yeah. like you can't see this movie. Like, mm-hmm. there's just no reason to see this movie. It's like, it's, it's one of those things of like, if I never see, if I never see, uh, if I don't ever see one frame of this movie again in my life, I will not be sad. No. And the trailer is better than the movie, like by so much. Yeah. Honestly, I think it has like the three best jokes from Jennifer Coolidge in the trailer. Yes. So just watch that. That's like three minutes long. Save just some time. All right, everybody. Thanks. Uh, we'll see you next week. I don't know what we're going to record. Who knows? Hopefully, yeah, know I won't yet. be sick. And hopefully, yeah, whatever. Yeah, next time, we'll tell you whether we're going to get the flick out of here. Bye. R E S P E C T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.